The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank with Janet Kunst. It's time to turn up your company's marketing efforts. We'll show you how with a variety of actionable plans that you can start using right now. Get ready. Big results are just ahead. Now, here is your host, Janet Kunst. Hello, and welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I'm Janet Kunst, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining us today uh, because we're going to take a closer look at search engine optimization and keyword research. A couple of weeks ago, our guest Jim Froling with 949 Local Marketing had talked about um, pay-per-click and had touched on uh, search engine optimization just a little tiny bit, and I thought that it was really important for us to delve into this topic so that we can all understand it and have a, have the basics so that as we build our marketing platform online, we know what we need to do with regards to search engine optimization and how important uh, keyword research and using your keywords plays into that. So today, we're going to, I'm going to give you a simple overview of search engine optimization. I'm going to help you understand what keyword research is and why the keywords are important. And then at the end, I'm going to give you some uh, tips as to uh, good practices for SEO and some of the things that you don't want to do. Um, So let's get started. One of the things that I am going to always remind you of, and it's going to sound like a broken record, but I want to remind you that social media is always about content. And that's those uh, surveys that you do online or the uh, blog posts that you see, pictures, webinars, music, uh, streaming video, photos, everything that you see online with regard to social media is content. And then when it comes to social networking, you're talking about the conversation. So the goal for you is to take all of that content that you've created and turn it into that conversation with your customers so that they can start to build that know, like, and trust factor with with you that we've talked about in the past. And that is so important to developing your audience and getting them to convert to you because uh, to your services and products because the whole point is to draw them to your website and create raving fans. And I know we've talked about this in the past, but I just want to remind you as we talk about um, search engine optimization about the difference between social media and website marketing. On your website, you're always talking about how great your company is and, and the information that you're giving to them is all about you and about your company, and that's great. But on social media, what you want to do is get others to start talking about you and how good you are and how good your products and services are, and that's where that conversation comes in place, and sometimes we need to ha- even step back a little bit to talk about, well, if you have all this content and you want to start that conversation, how do you get people to start 
come into that conversation if they can't find you. And we all know that when it comes to uh, retail marketing or buying a house or looking at property, it's all about location, location, location. And the same holds true when you're talking about the internet. Um, Location is very important when you're talking about search engine marketing because what you want to do is you want to get to the top of the search engines. People are always looking for your products and services. They may not know who you are, but they do know that they're looking for something that you can do to help them solve their problems, uh, fulfill a need, or simplify their life. And we've talked about that in the past. But the way that they do that is they go through the search engines and you have to be their guide to finding you. And the way that you do that is through your search engine optimization and your keywords. So let me give you a couple of uh, search engine optimization statistics. So over 90% of online experiences begin with the search engine. That means that when people are looking for something on the internet, they are going to go to Google or Bing or Yahoo or whatever search engine they prefer, and they're going to type in what they're looking for into that search engine. Um, 81% of people perform some type of online research before making a large purchase. And I know we've all done this. So when you're looking for a car or some sort of appliance or a computer or literally anything that is a big purchase, you go on online and you do some research. You're either looking for various brands and ratings and going to consumer reports or something like that, but you're going online to find out what uh, others have said about them and their products and rate how they've rated their products and services, or you're looking for some reviews and recommendations. Um, you also will see that about 75% of people never scroll past the first page of search engines, which is really important when you're considering uh, optimizing your website and your social media and using keywords, because if they're not scrolling past that, first page, you need to figure out a way to get on that first page. And then the other thing that you need to know about um, SEO is that about 87% of people who own a smartphone use it to search, uh, use a search engine at least once a day. And what that means is not only do you have to just generally optimize your content, you also need to make sure that it's mobile friendly. So those are some things to keep in mind as we go through this uh, discussion on search engine optimization and keyword research. So Wikipedia defines search engine optimization as the process of affecting the the visibility of a website or a web page in a web search engine's unpaid results. So what does that gobbledygook mean? It really means uh, search engine optimization helps you learn how to optimize your online content so that the search engines like to show it in the top results of a particular keyword term or phrase. That's really what it boils down to, and that's what we're going to discuss today. We're going to look at how to optimize your site using your keyword terms. So the keyword to uh, search engine optimization or SEO is visibility, and it all com- and it really does come down to your keywords. So let's go through a little bit of how search engines work. So um, 
say you're looking for something online, say you're looking for a recommendation for a restaurant or you're looking for some specific type of restaurant, you're looking for an Italian restaurant in your area. So you go to uh, Google or whatever your uh, favorite search engine is and you type in Italian restaurants in my area or something like that. And what the search engines are going to do is they're going to go out and search their databases. They're going to use what they call spiders, which will search all of their databases to find the relevant information and in the relevant websites and the relevant pages to that those search terms that you put in the search box. And what they'll look at is they'll look at things like social networks and content networks and blog networks and forums and websites and they'll just try to figure out what best fits the results that you need to see in order to make your decision and they'll pop up those results those search engine results and um, they'll rank them based on a whole bunch of different uh, criteria and we're not going to go through those criteria but there's at least 200 things that they look at when they're looking for the best results for that search and then you get to decide what you're going to choose from that search. So I want to give you an example uh, or I want to talk about what you see on your search engine um, or that search results page um, so that we have an idea of uh, where we're looking at. So the first thing that you'll see after you type in the, the uh, search terms is right below that you'll see how many pages there are with that result in it. And then below that you'll see a bunch of ads and they are now... Um, marked as ads so you know exactly what the search what uh, you're seeing as ads below that you'll start to see organic results and you'll see an expandable map and the local listings below that and then at the bottom of the page you'll see some more ads and now if you're looking on google what you'll see is you'll see some related search results so uh, for example I typed in internet marketing in the uh, related results I got online marketing companies online marketing course uh, advantages of online marketing and so on so it's going to actually uh, give you some ideas of other things that you can talk about when it comes to um, the topic that you're searching and it's really important that you look at the um, the terms that you're using, particularly when you're doing the you're doing keyword research for yourself, because if you're too broad, what's going to happen is you're going to come up with millions and millions of pages, and it's going to be hard to get to the top of the search engines when you're too broad. For example, if I were to type in the word doTERRA, which is an a, um, essential oils company, you get about 1.5 million answers. But if I were concentrating on the healing properties of it, and I typed in healing oils in Orange County, California, excuse me, I get about 450,000 results. So it's going to be easier to get to the top of the search engines if you're able to narrow down your search terms. And instead of using that broad one or two word keyword phrase, you, t you talk about a long tail phrases which are longer and more narrowly defined. And we'll get into a little bit more of that in a minute.
But I want you to consider some uh, other examples on the internet that you need to keep in mind as you're starting to do your research. So the first thing that you want to consider is that the first five results in Google get 67% of all clicks. And that's really important because people are people do not have the time span or, or the attention span to go through pages and pages. And we talked about that earlier. And it used to be that if you weren't on the internet, you don't exist. But it's coming down to the fact that now if you're not on page one of Google, you don't exist. So you want to figure out how to get to that first page. And it's really going to be through your keyword research. And um, that's what's that's what we're going to talk about when we come back from our break. But I just want to uh, give you an idea of what the difference between long term and uh, or long tail and short tail keywords are and why it's important. So short tail keywords are things that are really broad in, in scope. And you're looking at things like um, terms like magazine or um, library or sodas rather than something specific which would be a long-term phrase and we will talk about that when we get back from our first break and we'll continue our conversation on seo and keyword terms so stay tuned Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. 
So before the break, I gave you a very simple overview of what SEO is and how it works. And we started talking about keywords and we talked a little tiny bit about the difference between broad term and long tail keywords. But I really want to uh, talk now about how to use them. And the thing that you need to keep in mind is you need to find those words and phrases um, that have meaning to your customers and low competition. And what I mean by that is just what I was talking about earlier, where uh, we looked at the word doTERRA and there was 5.4 million uh, pages. And if you really, if you really wanted to do that research, just type doTERRA in and you'll come up with all those results. And on that first page, all you'll see are uh, links and, and articles that have to do with doTERRA itself and they link back to the company doTERRA. So there's really no way that you're going to get to the top of the search engines just using doTERRA. But if you look at what we did with the Healing Oils Orange County CA, um, you'll see that there were only 450 or so thousand search results and it didn't look like there was anybody dominating that first page so it would be fairly easy or easier to get to the top of those search engines so the competition isn't quite there for those but you really do need to look at the meaning of those phrases to your customers and um, make sure that your content matches those meanings so and then once you find those keywords and phrases you're going to use them throughout your website and uh, all the content that you have on your website and all the content that you have on your social media. So let's take a a little closer look at broad uh, keywords versus long tail keywords. So broad keywords are the ones that are general to your business. There's a high search volume. Think about the doTERRA where it was 5.4 million uh, uh, pages. Um, That's a lot of search volume and there's lots of competition so that it's really going to be hard to the get to the top of the search engines for that. But when you're looking at the long tail keywords, um, think about the uh, healing oils, Orange County, California, which I talked about earlier. It's more specific to your business. There's a lower search volume and there's little competition. So it's easier to rank for those types of keyword terms than it is for the others. And uh, I had started to give you some examples of broad versus long tail keywords. And so here's some more. Um, instead of putting in, instead of using marketing as your keyword term, you can use inbound marketing software or internet uh, online marketing strategies or something like that. Um, instead of documentary, you can put in the name of the documentary or John Ford documentary. Instead of just landscaping, you can put in your um, hometown and landscaping. Um, Instead of just shoes, you can put in red Nike running shoes or something like that. So I hope you get an idea of the difference between broad and long tail keywords. And the analogy that I like to really use when you're talking about your keywords and you're starting to do your research on your keywords is to think about a goldfish. Do you want to be a small fish in a big aquarium or do you want to be a big fish in a small aquarium? If you're a big fish in a small aquarium, you take up and dominate the aquarium 
or the pond, whichever you prefer. And, but if you're a small fish, there's a lot of other fish in that pond or aquarium that not only could be bigger than you or they could actually eat you up. Um, and that's what you don't want to do with your keywords. You don't want to use those uh, those terms that are so broad that um, you're never going to get to the top of the search engines. And, and it's just going to be an uphill battle. So let's go through some steps to finding your keywords. There's three, um, th- three steps that we're going to look at today. And those are you want to create a seed list of starting terms. And then you want to expand that list using some keyword cert- research tools. And then you want to refine your list. It's kind of the same as if you were doing research on anything else. But um, you kind of you start with your proposition or or your supposition, and you do some research, and you you narrow down that theory or that uh, or, or whatever you're talking about, and then you come up with your revised list. So when you're creating a seed list. What you want to do is you want to do a little bit of brainstorming and you want to do a little bit of investigation. So you know what your products and services are and you can probably figure out um, some general key- keywords or keyword terms or phrases that people are typing into the search engines to find your products. Um, so you want to look at what your products or services do and what problems your products or services solve. And remember that goes back to our whole thing that we want to make sure that when we're communicating with our customers, we want to make sure that we look at what our what problems we're solving, how we fulfill their needs, or how we simplify their life. So that goes into what we're doing here with uh, coming up with your keyword lists. So you want that list to be broad, and there's a couple of different things that you can do, is you can research your audience and ask them how they describe your products. Um, look for the terms that they actually use in their lives to describe your products or services. What we need to remember is that sometimes we use um, our own jargon to talk about our products and services and our customers or our audiences don't use those same words. So we need to figure out what our audience is talking about rather than how we talk about those products and services. So you can look in things like your blogs, other blogs, the comment section of blogs, uh, LinkedIn groups, and some of your own efforts so you can survey your customers or or your potential audience. Um, You can also check out how those search terms are used now and and, um, and a good way to do that is if you have Google Analytics, and I hope you do, installed on your website or, or somewhere on your blog, then you can look to see in those Google Analytics how uh, customers or, or uh, your audience is getting to your website. And it'll tell you what search terms they're using. They'll, it'll tell you what search engines they're using and all that sort of stuff. So there is really good information in your Google Analytics. And we're not going to go into that very much today, but Google Analytics is a really good source of research and information when you're doing your your, uh, keyword research. And then you want to look at some of the suggestions um, that Google may have. So uh, I know you've all started... done this and you've typed in some search terms in Google and Google tends to auto 
complete what you're talking about. And sometimes it can be frustrating, but when you're doing your keyword research, it's actually really good because it will give you some other suggestions as to what others may be typing in to find the same type of uh, keyword solutions or products and services that you're looking for with those keywords. There's a really cool tool that is free that you can also use. It's called suvi.com and that's spelled S-O-O-V as in Victor, I-E.com. And what that'll do is you can type in your keyword and it'll give you the autocompletes for several search engines. It's really cool how it how it gives you the information and it tells you which search engines they're from and all that sort of stuff. So if uh, don't spend a whole lot of time on it, but that's a really good idea to uh, look for some suggestions as to what your keyword should be. And then the other thing that you need to do when you're when you're looking at creating that initial list is look at your competition. We all have we all know those websites that we're we're competing with or those those businesses that we're competing with. And if you know what the website is um, in the Google Keyword Planner tool, you can just type in the website URL and it'll actually tell you what the um, what the keywords they use are. So you can go through theirs and, and see which ones may make sense for you. Um, so that's a, a great idea on how to how to build up your list. The other thing that you might want to consider is not just overall terms when you're creating that seed list. You might want to look at your product or service terms, uh, terms that others use in the industry to describe the same products or services. Um, you may want to look at synonyms. Synonyms. I have cinnamon on the brain today. Um, but similar terms, you might want to look at antonyms as well. What what are some opposite terms to see what happens when you type those terms in? And, you, and again, you want to look at those terms that your audience is using um, to describe your products and services. And then once you've done that, you want to um, start expanding your list. And the best way to do that is to uh, go to the Google Planner tool and you start inputting your words. And what you want to do when you're on your Google Keyword Planner tool is you want to look at the monthly searches and you want to look at competition. And what you want to do there is you want to make sure that the monthly search, there's a, a good volume of monthly searches. So stay away from those that are under 100 a month because you're never, you're not going to get any hits from those. But you also want to look at the competition and make sure that you're choosing those that are low competition rather than the high competition. Obviously, the difference is low competition, um, it's easier to get to the top of the search engines, high competition, you're going to be competing with an awful lot of people. And then what you want to do once you've um, lowered, uh, you've expanded your list and you've chosen some of those keywords that you want to use, on the uh, Google Keyword Planner tool, all you need to do is check off some of those boxes of those uh, words that you like and download them to Excel. And then the next thing that you want to do is you want to look at the competition for each word. So what you want to do is you want to type in this into the search engine to find out the number of results like I did before with doTERRA and we found uh, 5.4 million and most of the first page was doTERRA itself so I would nix that 
that as one of my top keywords if I if I had to. I mean, I'd use doTERRA if that was what I was selling um, within my content, but I wouldn't make it one of my keywords. Um, and uh, you want to make sure that when uh, you see all those results uh, from the competition on that first page, you want to visit each one of those to make sure on that first page to make sure that they're relevant to your search term because you may have come up with a search term that you think is great, but when you start looking at those articles and pages, you may find that they're not so good and that they have absolutely nothing to do with you what what you thought they did. So you'd have to remove them from your list. Um, you want to check out other terms they use throughout the keyword planner um, when you search out your competition. And um, are there one or two companies, as we said, that are dominating page one? Because if they are, then you want to get rid of them as well. And guess what? It's time for our next break. So when we come back, we'll continue our discussion on SEO and keywords. So stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Like what you are hearing on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411marketingsolutions.com forward slash radio. Each week, Larry Sternberg joins Dr. Kim Turnage to explore management issues from culture to discipline in Managing to Make a Difference. Join Talent Plus for 60 minutes of dynamic conversation, including real-life management examples helping you manage teams across the globe. This series airs on Voice America, the business channel, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Managing to Make a Difference every Thursday afternoon with Larry Sternberg and Dr. Kim Turnage. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, we were finishing up our discussion on how to do your keyword research, and we were talking about uh, refining your your list of keyword uh, phrases and words. So next, we're going to start putting uh, SEO and keywords together. And one of the things that I really want to make sure that you understand is when you're done with that list, you may have a, a list of two or three keywords and phrases to hundreds of keywords and phrases. And what I would suggest that you do is when you start um, optimizing your content for the search engines so that you don't get overwhelmed, just concentrate on two to five keywords or keyword phrases. And then once you get some traction with those, then you can start adding others on. Um, If you... Uh, start with a hundred or or a lot of keywords and keyword phrases. 
it's going to be harder for the search engines to figure out what your site is about and what your content is about than if you just start with a couple and build from there. So with that said, let's move on to how keywords and uh, SEO combine. So there's a couple of things that are important to SEO, and we're going to talk about three of them today. The first we're going to talk about is content, and then we're going to talk about HTML, and then we're going to talk about site structure. And don't worry, I'm not going to get really technical on you if you don't know a whole lot about HTML coding and the thought of looking at your site design or architecture overwhelms you. This is going to be a very simplified version of um, what's entailed in SEO when it comes to those. And uh, at another time, what we'll do is we'll talk about some of the WordPress and and blog type uh, websites and how you can actually use plugins to do a lot of this. So just bear with me and and hold on tight. It's not going to be that difficult. So um, the first thing that's important to SEO is content. And we've talked about that in the past and how important it is to have um, great content. And that really is the goal of your website and your online presence is to make sure that you provide that content that your audience loves and it helps them to build that no like and trust factor with you and it's not always about selling and and in many cases it's about giving them the information that they night they need in order to make informed decisions or solve their problems, fulfill their needs, and simplify their life. So with that said, um, when you're talking about content, you want to make sure that you're emphasizing quality over quantity. So you don't want to write just to get more stuff out there. And Google is looking for what is the correct information that your audience wants and likes. And what I mean by that is, and we've all seen it, we've seen um, links to the what we think is going to be really, really good information, and all of a sudden something we pull something up, we click the link and we pull something up, and we kind of say, what the heck does this have to do with what I was searching for? So that's what we're talking about here uh, about quality. We want to make sure that whatever we're putting out there and uh, our keywords have to do with that content so uh, and and it really doesn't matter about quantity because if it's quality work the search engines and Google will recognize it and bring it up to the top of the search engines so when you're choosing your keywords um, with regard to your content you need to make sure that you choose them before you start writing so uh, what I mean by that is don't start don't write an article and then say oh these are my keywords that I'm going to use for this article and I forgot to use them in the article. So I'm just going to go back and add them randomly and it's going to make sense, hopefully, uh, because in most cases it won't. So some things that you want to uh, keep in mind is that you need to include your keyword phrase or some rendition of it in your headline and interspersed throughout your article. And you need to make sure that um, you heed the caution that Google knows what you mean. So if you use a keyword phrase that 
doesn't make sense with your article or doesn't make sense to what your audience is searching for, it will not show you in the results. So you just need to be aware of that. The other thing that you need to be aware of is that the search engines are looking for freshness. And we've talked about that before. Um, you, Google loves fresh, relevant content. And uh, we've talked about the fact that um, when we talk about fresh, relevant content, if you're doing a blog, that means that you probably should be updating your blog about once a week. Because what happens is, remember we were talking about the search engines and how they go out and they search for the sites that have relevant content to whatever the search is. Part of that is how uh, how uh, relevant and how fresh the data is. So is the data written or the content written within the last week, within the last month, within the last year? Um, and what they're going to do is if you're not updating your site regularly and your keywords are showing up on your site, they won't go back and search your site very often. Um, and those bots won't go through your site very often to see if there's other relevant content. But if you are updating on a regular basis, then they'll constantly be searching your site for new content and you'll constantly be coming up in the search engine results. And, and once they get to know you uh, and your site, they'll realize that that's what you're talking about. Um, the other thing that you need to know when it comes to freshness is that doesn't necessarily mean that you need to uh, write a new article every week. You can use your um, old content and repurpose it. And uh, say you have a couple of blog posts from last year that are still relevant. If you just update them and republish them, Google will see that as fresh content because you've put in some additional information and you've given them a little bit more information that's up to date. So don't don't get too caught up in the, oh, I got to write a new article this week. Where am I going to find the time to write an article? There's all that information that you have in the past that you've done that you can actually repurpose. Um, the other thing that you want to make sure that you're not doing, and, and we'll talk about this in a little while, is it does need to be, to some extent, your own content. Um, you Google will ding you if you're using duplicate content from someone else and it's already been credited to, to, to a site that has a little more um, authority than you and you need to be aware of that. So so just keep that in mind when you're talking about your content and your keywords and how to, how to use that on your keywords um, and in your content. So the next thing that's important to S, uh, SEO and we've talked about content, so the next one is HTML. And I'm sure you all know that HTML is the coding that a lot of sites use to let the search engines know. And, and it's basically the, the foundation of how your website is built. So there's a couple of things within your HTML that you have control over that will help you when you're talking about SEO and what's important. So the first one is the title tag, or if, if you use some of the um, WordPress and some of the other um, software to put together your website, it's the H1 tag, and that's the headline. So if you can use your keyword phrase for that article or that content in, in your headline, that will help with the search engines and getting to the top of the search engines. 
The second one is the meta description. So if you're looking at a, a, an entry on the search engines, what you'll see is you'll see the title for the article, and then right under that, you'll see a little bit of a description or a summary. And that summary is the meta description that goes along with each page that you have on your website. So that uh, that meta description needs to be about 160 characters. Uh, what happens, and, and you've all seen it, is if it's more than that, it'll just cut off and it'll put in a, an ellipse or a dot, dot, dot at the end. So you don't really know exactly what it's about. And in that meta description, you want to make sure that you use your keywords, but you also want to make sure that you um, briefly and succinctly summarize what the article is about or what the blog post is about so that people have a better idea of what's going on. Um, the other thing that you need to uh, be aware of with HTML is your subheadings. So after the title tag, and each page should only have one title tag, um, you see other headings like an H2, an H3, an H4, and you really should s start using those and bullet point lists so that um, you can call out the different sections of your article or your blog post. And that that's also some of the things that the uh, spiders for the search engines use to make sure that your content is relevant. So those are the uh, top three or four things that you need to be concerned with with HTML. There are a couple others, but I, I think that they're, they're a little more advanced and I don't want to go into them here. We may go into them in another episode. So stay tuned for an update to this episode or part two to this episode at some point. Um, the third thing that you need to look at when you're talking about um, SEO is site architecture. And, and what I mean by that is um, how is your site laid out? Is it easy for the search engines to crawl your site and, and access information on your site? So one of the ways that you can do that is you can set up a sitemap and you can do that either through Google or if you're on WordPress or some of the other um, softwares that are, are now in place for uh, websites, they'll actually have a plugin or an extension that will help you set up that sitemap. Um, you need to, uh, the, when you're looking at your site architecture, you need to look at is there duplicate content. If there's duplicate content, again, the search engines may not be very happy with you. So um, they may ding you for that. And you just need to be aware of that. Uh, one of the other things that they're looking when when they're looking at your overall site is mobile friendliness. As we said earlier, uh, a majority of the searches that happen are actually on a smartphone or mobile-friendly device. So you need to make sure it's gone are the days where it was only desktop. So you can't really rely on an old site if you haven't updated to mo being mobile friendly, you're going to get in trouble. There's a really good tool that you can test your um, mobile friendliness at, and it's search.google.com slash test slash mobile dash friendly. And all you have to do is you go to that site, you type in your URL, and it'll 
tell you if you're uh, mobile friendly or not. And if you aren't, it'll give you some suggestions on what to do. If you are, it'll give you the thumbs up. So that's a really good tool. The other thing to do is make sure that your keywords are in your URLs so that people can uh, search and make sure that they see all of your information and you're coming up in the search engines. So it's time for our last break. And when we come back, we'll wrap up our discussion on SEO and keyword terms. So stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So today we've been talking about uh, search engine optimization and keyword research a lot and how important search engine optimization is for all of your content and social media and how keywords relate to that uh, that search engine optimization. So what I want to do before we wrap up today is just give you some basic do's and don'ts for uh, SEO. And uh, first of all, with the do's, you want to make sure that you do your keyword research. And I don't want to um, emphasize that there, there's no way that I can emphasize that too much because um, if you don't do your research, it's going to really take you a long time to gain that traction that you need in the search engines. So take your time doing your, your keyword research and make sure that you choose those keywords. And again, 
to start out with, you only need two to five keywords to start. And make sure that those are ones that you're going to be comfortable using over and over again and that your audience is going to understand and they are reflective of what your audience is looking for. You want to make sure that you use your keywords intelligently throughout your content. So don't, you know, there there's a difference between uh, there, there's two sides to SEO. There's a black hat side and a white hat side. On the black hat side uh, are things like keyword stuffing and putting hidden con- uh, keywords in your content and all that sort of stuff that are are used to trip up the systems. And the search engines have gotten really good at recognizing that, and they will penalize you if you use those. And then there's the white hat strategy, which means that you're using your uh, keywords and keyword phrases intelligently, and you're making sure that your content flows and it doesn't feel stilted when you're talking about your keywords and keyword phrases. You're using your keywords and keyword phrases correctly, and you're using... um, comparable terms that are similar to what what your keywords and keyword phrases are when you have to um, so that your content flows. So make sure that you're using your your words intelligently and keywords intelligently throughout your content. The other thing that you want to do when it comes to search engine optimization is you want to optimize for local content. So if you are a local business and the majority of your business comes from your local area, say from your town or your county or from an area of your state, you want to make sure that people can find you um, through searches like uh, through local searches. So some of the things that you might want to consider when, when you're looking at your keywords is use some local keyword phrases. So, for example, instead of just saying uh, divorce attorney, you could say something like divorce attorney Detroit. You could say um, dentists in Atlanta if you're a dentist and you can use the plural of your your occupation. Um, you could say uh, things like uh, chiropractors in your hometown, so say chiropractors in Boston. You can use your zip code when you're talking about local content. Um, you can use your synonyms to your specialty. So if you're an attorney, you can say um, a Houston lawyer instead of an attorney. Or if you're a dentist, you can say Los Angeles dentistry and just instead of just dentist. Um, and just find other ways that you or your competition have been using local searches to get you to the top of the search engines on a a local level. The other thing that you want to do with your SEO is be conversational, and we've talked about that a lot. You want to make sure that your audience gets to know, like, and trust you, and if you're just uh, putting out content that is based on your keywords and you're just uh, catering to your keywords rather than to your audience, they're going to know that and they're gonna, they're not going to be visiting you very often. And the, um, the search engines are also going to be able to see that. So you want to make sure that uh, you make, your, your content is all uh, conversational, informative, and it's based on your keywords um, as a secondary, secondary item. So those are my do's. That's my uh, short list of do's 
for don'ts for SEO, what you don't want to do is you don't want to optimize with without a strategy. Um, you really do need a strategy when you're talking about keywords and keyword research. Um, don't choose your keywords willy-nilly. Don't start looking at um, keywords as a way to uh, bring in audiences that are not your own. So, for example, and I thought this was a really good example. Um, say that you make homemade knit sweaters, okay, and you sell them online. And so um, you may start talking about yarn, and that may be one of your keyword terms. And I know that's a simple keyword term, and we've talked about not using simple keyword terms. But this is this is just an example. So um, say you use yarn as your keyword term. Well, in a lot of cases, if people are searching for yarn, they're probably into knitting as well. So you really don't want to make sure, you, you really want to make sure that people are looking for homemade knit sweaters rather than just yarn. Because if, if you're at the top of the search engines and they see yarn, as one of your keywords or, or your articles are all about yarn, then they're going to click on it and they're going to see that you're selling uh, homemade knit sweaters and they're going to realize that this has nothing to do with what I want to talk about and they're quickly going to uh, leave your website and that's going to count against you when the search engines go out and look at um, your search statistics and, and uh, how, how your website is managed and balance rates and all that sort of stuff, which we'll save for another time. Um, another SEO don't is you want to make sure that uh, you're mobile friendly. So if you're not mobile friendly, you need to update your website, you need to update your content and make sure that it's easily available and accessible for uh, your mobile devices. You also want to make sure, or, or this is another don't, um, if you're uh, Images are not optimized. Make sure that you optimize your images. What that means is that um, Google and the other search engines can't read video or images. So you need to put uh, your keywords in the alt text um, on the on the descriptions of your videos and your key, and your images in order for Google to understand that that yes definitely has to do with that keywords. And then the other thing that we've talked about already is duplicate content. You do not want to put duplicate content up. Um, there are a couple of different tools, and I don't have the website, but I will put it on my Facebook page. Um, but there are a couple of different tools that you can use to uh, check to see if your content is plagiarized. And that's one of those things, and, and all it does is it analyzes the uh, text to make sure that it's not showing up to a certain extent on other websites and other articles and stuff. Um, so you want to make sure that you're not duplicating content or keyword stuffing, which we had talked about a little while ago when we were talking about um, black hat uh, black hat strategies with um, keywords and SEO. So those are my do's and don'ts. And so now it's time to just kind of recap what we've talked about. There's been a lot of information I've shared with you today. So I hope that you've kept up. And if you do have any questions, please feel free to email me at Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com or check out my Facebook page. Um, but there's a lot that we need that we went over. So to 
to sum up, uh, search engine optimization is a smart, organized way for your audience to find you and connect with you on the internet. And the key is to start with your keyword research and make sure that you're using keywords that your audience is searching on and use them naturally in all your content title and tags. And so we've, we've really made it. This has been a great topic and I hope that you've enjoyed it as much as I have. And I have a couple of worksheets for you um, to work through this. So you can get them at 411marketingsolutions.com slash radio. Again, if you have any questions, feel free to drop me a line at Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. And so next week, um, what we're going to do is we're going to focus on a small business guide to using Facebook, how to engage your audience, looking at Facebook ads and what you need to know, and some Facebook tips and trips. So if you'd like to receive updates and bonus materials, again, just sign up at 411marketingsolutions.com radio. And if you have any questions, just email me at Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Thanks for joining me today on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I hope you got as much information out of this as I had putting into it. And have a great week, and I'll see you on the flip side. Thank you for tuning in this week to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Be sure to join Janet Kunst for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now you can use what you've learned in today's show and step up your marketing efforts. 